Hey guys, just wanted to let you know that this is going to be a two-part series. In this first part, Stav and I will be discussing more about her personal journey when it comes to how she found out she was pregnant at 14, considerations of abortion and adoption, how she told her mom about her pregnancy, and more. Stay tuned for the second part where we will be talking more about how she told her daughter's father about her pregnancy, his reaction, teen mom stereotypes, sexual double standards, and why it is taboo to talk about sex and puberty. Without further ado, let's get right into this episode and learn more about Stav's teen mom story. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Study Break. My name is Melody, and today I have Stav here with me. Yay! I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for coming on. I am so excited for this episode. Can you tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself? So, I'm Stav. My name is Short First Avrula. I'm from Toronto, Ontario, which is a very, a very popular city in Canada. And a brief description of myself. I mean, I guess I would just say I'm everyone's fave teen mom. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> just throwing it out there. It's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> but technically, I'm not a teen mom anymore. I'm a young mom since I just turned 20 a few days ago. And I'm a university student. But I had my daughter when I was 14. Yeah. And that's going to be what we're going to talk about this entire episode, your life as a teen mom. I've been so excited to record this episode because I feel like not enough people talk about this. Like obviously here and there you'd see content about teen moms, um, teen moms making content too, like yourself on TikTok. Um, (laughs) And, you know, I, I really want to get their story out there you know, specifically your story today, because it is really inspiring. And I know you have a lot to say about um, how society kind of treats the stereotype of teen moms as well. Yes, of course, I definitely agree. I think that there's not like much say online from a personal point of view of a teen mom, unless of course, like you mentioned, you go on a teen mom's profile and see her content and what she says about everything. But opportunities like this, like your amazing podcast, is really exciting <laughs> because we got to get the word out and spread more information so it's not all negative, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so to start this off, like you mentioned earlier, you were 14 when you had Vanessa, your daughter, right? Yes, I was. Yeah. So that means you were 13 when you got pregnant? I actually got pregnant right after my 14th birthday. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I only, I didn't really take a test or anything like that. It's just I had my last period before I got pregnant on my birthday, which is in March. And then I never got my period in April. So I kind of just knew. Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be pregnant. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oops. <laughs> so um how exactly did you feel at that moment when you you know made that connection Mm -hmm. at first I was really trying to convince myself that it wasn't real 
I was trying to come up with so many other reasons that I could have missed my period for, such as the fact that I might have been stressed out, or maybe I just thought my period was irregular because I was kind of kind of new to having my period and everything. Yeah, you know, so I wasn't like exactly on track yet. So mm-hmm. I was just trying to make up all these excuses to justify why I didn't get it yet. But then eventually it just never came. And after a while, I kind of just personally, secretly accepted what was going on. And of course, I was sad. I was stressed out. I felt really alone. Um, I felt like I didn't have many people to turn to. And honestly, I didn't expect things to work out the way it did. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And so when you talked about feeling alone, is that because you didn't really tell anyone close to you about it? Yeah, I didn't tell anyone close to me at all. I only told, um, at first, I only told Vanessa's father. And Mm -hmm. I mean, we were both young. So of course, he wasn't really ecstatic about the idea of having a baby right then and there. So he wasn't that positive about it. So that didn't really help. And then on top of that, I tried to tell like one or two of my friends, but then word just got out that I was pregnant and all that so when the rumors started happening I was like oh my gosh no way like I can't have my family finding out I was like I'm gonna die you know like I thought I was gonna be disowned all that extra stuff so I kind of just started denying that I was pregnant at all you know so everyone was really confused everyone was like what so she's not pregnant she's getting fat (laughs) but yeah so then everyone was just talking about me Uh, Vanessa's dad wasn't pleased about it my friends weren't really there for me the way I wanted them to be and then again I didn't want to tell my family because I was scared it it seemed like a lot like I I can't believe you went through that and for like a quite some time too right yeah yeah I had my pregnancy for like eight months from my family yeah yeah and um we're gonna talk more about like how you told your family later on but for now um let's talk more about like the time when you didn't tell anyone um because I know that that must be a really stressful and vulnerable time I remember seeing one of your TikToks where you talked about putting Vanessa up up for adoption or even getting an abortion and so this is quite a controversial topic but this is like an open space and I think you can just go ahead and share your story with that of course um so I actually considered all three of my options keeping Vanessa having an abortion and of course adoption um at first I'm not even I'm not even gonna lie I I even made like my own appointment for an abortion but that was when I was four months along around four months along and I was just gonna go to the appointment like by myself you know but um Vanessa's dad said he was gonna come with me but then he was being really rude to me that day and just all these things he wouldn't even sit next to me on the bus (laughs) oh my goodness (laughs) yeah right and then I was just like I was really young I didn't know how to take the buses I think I accidentally missed my stop or something 
and then we missed the appointment so we didn't end up going and then I ended up going on vacation a few days afterwards <gasps> by the time I got back I was too far along to get an abortion oh yeah yeah <laughs> wow you know there was part of me that didn't really like want an abortion which is kind of why I put it off for like four mm-hmm. months in general but it's just like I kind of felt like that was the only option at that point I mean I was 14 no one knew besides like Vanessa's dad and he wasn't being very supportive so like of course I thought okay it's, it would be better or quote-unquote better to an abortion but it never happened so yeah maybe it all happened for a reason of course yeah (laughs) but yeah and then after I told my mom she also (laughs) kind of wanted me to get an abortion and we made an appointment and I ended up going to the clinic with my mom but they had to tell her that I was too far along because even oh. though I knew in my head that I was too far along, I wasn't going to tell her that. I was too scared. You know, I don't oh, yeah. So I just pretended like I didn't know how far along I was, et cetera, et cetera. And she asked me if I wanted an abortion. And I, I guess I just said, okay, because it's like, what like was I going to say? No, yeah. You know, I don't know. It sounds kind of silly, but my thought process at that moment was like, okay, just go along with, with whatever, you know, I got to cover my mm-hmm. tracks kind of. And then they had to tell her that I was too far along. And then from that point on, we started planning an open adoption. Yeah. Which is an adoption where um, if it's open, you still have the choice to like interact with the child and the child's like adoptive family, but you only see them like twice a year or like a certain amount of times of e- a year, like on certain holidays or something like that. You get pictures of the child growing up, et cetera, et cetera. Phone calls, maybe things like that. So I was planning to do that, but then Vanessa came before her due date. So it wasn't finalized. Wow. And I wasn't able to like just give her up after she was born kind of, you know, I was attached and I didn't want to give like, I wanted to raise her myself, but it's just at that point, I thought it was very unrealistic. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But then when everything worked out, obviously, I was very... Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, it sounded like you were very conflicted, which is completely reasonable. You know, you were literally yeah. 14 years old. Like, I think everyone, when they're 14, they just follow the crowd, <laughs> you know, follow yeah, whatever right. an adult tells me. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. And especially with my mom and considering how serious the situation was, I was like, yeah, there's no way. I'm just going to try and try to fight my mom even farther on what she's trying to tell me right now when I've already had my pregnancy this far, you know? I'm going to just go along with what she says and see what happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So since the adoption wasn't finalized by the time Vanessa was born, They were telling me how they were going to put her into foster care until, like, I met the adoptive family and I signed all the papers and everything. But me in that hospital bed, (laughs) I was like, you know what? No, I'm not putting my child in foster care, even if it's for a month. I'm not doing it. 
and I started fighting with the adoption lawyers and stuff. I'm like bedridden. <laughs> just gave birth the night before. <laughs> oh wow. Um, yeah. Yeah, right. And then I got to take her home. So yeah, it worked out. I'm happy about that. But it was really hard in the moment. Yeah. But I'm personally, I am pro-choice, whether that's adoption, abortion, carrying the baby to term, whatever someone wants to do. I'm all for it. I know that being a parent and pregnancy alone takes a lot out of you mentally, physically, financially, in all types of ways. And if someone doesn't want to be a parent or even carry the pregnancy to term, then I think that's okay. And that they should have the choice to do so. And that everything happens for a reason. People are ready for different things in different points of their life, in their life. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that was really well said. I mean, uh, you really got the grip of the entire story there. When it came to like you missing all the appointments and stuff, it really was like crazy it's it literally sounds like a movie you know where like (laughs) you miss something but then it all works out at the end (laughs) right that's what I was thinking like I'm honestly so grateful that everything worked out the way it did and everything went well because I was 14 I was kind of reckless I wasn't really taking care of myself or my body the way one should when they are pregnant you know I'm not saying like I was doing drugs or drinking or anything. No, I was only 14. But I was going to amusement parks. I was going on like roller coasters. I was eating sushi, drinking like Starbucks coffee all the time, you know, and you're not supposed to be doing any of that when you're pregnant. But yeah, but Vanessa turned out perfectly fine. Thank God. But for anyone listening, that doesn't mean go (laughs) go drink coffee, ride roller coasters and eat a bunch of sushi while pregnant. But I'm just saying, like, thank God Vanessa was okay. I really didn't yeah. expect it. But yeah, right? Surprising, but a blessing. Well, during that time, did you even know what was good for you and what was bad, like, especially when you're pregnant? Not really. Honestly, I was, no, not really. I was kind of just going with the flow, mm-hmm. hoping that I wasn't going to show too much. Honestly, that's the only thing I knew, like, that I would show and that I would probably throw up. I didn't even end up throwing up. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> yeah. It was just weird. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. I guess also at different ages, your body reacts to pregnancy differently. That's so, true. Yeah. yeah. So how did you hide your pregnancy for so long? Because I think like around probably like six months maybe is when you start getting your baby bump. Yeah. Um, honestly, I was kind of always a really like skinny kid (laughs) so when I got pregnant you know I put on weight of course but it wasn't too much where it was like oh she's obviously pregnant it was also like I was going through puberty at the time so I guess people just thought oh she's getting fat now (laughs) like oh no (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then I would just wear like big big hoodies oversized hoodies and stuff like that and I'm I I barely showed I don't know how but I barely showed I think I think it was because the doctors mentioned at one point that Vanessa was like lying kind of on the side of my stomach more towards my back so that kind of helped not 
push her out as much in the yeah. front, I guess. So mm-hmm. it kind of helps keep her a secret. Also, if anyone asked, I just made up an excuse. Or I would just act offended. I'd be like, oh, so you think I'm getting fat? <laughs> that's why you're asking me. <laughs> you know what? I'm like an emotional teenage girl. I'd be like, leave me alone. Don't talk to me. Don't look at me. Yeah. Yeah. Deny, I mean, deny, deny. Honestly, sounds like a great cover up. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I tried. Looking yeah. back, I don't know how someone someone couldn't tell I was faking it. But. Well, <laughs> other people are also 14. <laughs> Let's not forget that. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's a very good point. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so when it comes to your health, you know, obviously, since you're a teen, like you mentioned earlier, pregnancy affects people differently. Um, of all ages so for from your experience how did your pregnancy affect your health okay so let's talk about physical health first because I'm pretty sure we talk about mental health later on in the podcast yes yes correct (laughs) so for my physical health it takes a big toll on your body and it's like For me, since I was so young, I was 14, already going through puberty, like, as it is, you know, already going through so many changes. And on top of that, just adding more crazier, drastic changes on top of that due to pregnancy, I felt like I I just had no clue what was going on. I didn't know what was normal, what wasn't normal, because all my friends, you know, they were just going through normal puberty. I was going through puberty and pregnancy (laughs) for me and then also like how I mentioned Vanessa was being carried towards the side of my stomach slash towards my back when I was pregnant I started getting really bad back pain so I decided to go to the doctor and they told me that I had scoliosis but I never had any back pain before I got pregnant nothing and then all of a sudden I got pregnant the baby's towards my back and I get scoliosis. For those of you who don't know, it's like a curve in your spine. So your spine's not straight. It's like curved. I don't know. Yeah, it's like an S shape. Yeah, right? Like, woo, like a slinky or something. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then, um, so I feel like since I was still growing and I was still like getting taller, my bones were still very... Bushy. Delicate. Yeah, <laughs> bushy, delicate. <laughs> <laughs> very different approaches no but you're right that's a good point squishy they could easily be moved around so I feel like Vanessa kind of kind of stunted how I was supposed to properly grow she gave me long-term back issues but I mean long-term it pays off it <laughs> is still kind of annoying but it does pay off and then also other changes it was like you know, when you're pregnant, your your boobs get a lot bigger. Sorry, yeah. I'm not sure this is too TMI. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this, this is like natural things. Like yeah. if you're listening and you feel uncomfortable, skip ahead or whatever. But this is just yeah. facts. <laughs> it's true. So your boobs get a lot bigger because of all the milk, all the hormones. They're a lot more sensitive and you have milk and then after your after your pregnancy you won't just be leaking milk consistently (laughs) oh my gosh wait I have one question so what was that like while you were in school 
did you ever have like an incident <laughs> where like so um after you give birth and if you're not breastfeeding for me they actually give you like kind of kind of like pads but to put in your bra so, oh interesting so kinda, like, yeah so you just wear it in your bra throughout the day and it kind of like soaks up the milk <laughs> so it won't leak through your shirt or anything but before before I gave birth and stuff I don't know I guess my body was just reacting to all the stress and all the emotions I was going through in the moment but I mentioned this on my TikTok how when I told my mom I had to tell her because I went to the hospital for my back and the doctors came into the room and they asked if they could speak with me alone and they started telling me how they knew I was pregnant and how I had to tell my mom or they were gonna tell her and how I had to come back downtown like the next day for an ultrasound or they were gonna call my mom and all these things and I remember the doctors left the room and I looked down and I was wearing like a hospital gown right mm-hmm. and I had my hair like over like over my shoulders and stuff over myself but like once they left the room I went to go like change out of the gown and stuff and <laughs> I don't know why but I <laughs> I'm like putting my hands over my mouth right now because I, I feel like I already know what's coming <laughs> I, I like leaked and there was just like milk all over the hospital gown <laughs> And I was, that was the first time anything like that happened to me. I was so freaked out. I started crying in my doctor's room. I was like, what's going on? Am I dying? (laughs) (laughs) Am I I dying? (laughs) Because I thought it only comes out, like, if you're supposed to be feeding the baby. Yeah. Uh Young, I was dumb. I didn't know what to expect. But yeah, yeah, your body reacts to stress in very weird ways. (laughs) Oh, wow. That was wow <laughs> yeah that was the one incident I had. yeah so did the doctors come and tell you what was happening um they because I got a back x-ray which you also should not be getting x-rays while you're pregnant yeah but I got what? an x-ray and yeah yeah I don't, I don't know I got an x-ray and this was in November and Vanessa was born in December so I got an x-ray and they saw it and they told me they were like oh like you have a question I was like yeah and they were like when was the last time you got your period and at that point I just knew they knew I was like oh fuck <laughs> I mean I was like oh shoot <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh no they know so I tried to cover cover myself again <laughs> I was like oh like I don't know maybe like like a month ago like I'm not sure I don't cute track that much like my periods kind of just started recently blah 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 and then they looked at me and they were like oh well we need to tell you something I was like what and they're like do you know that you're pregnant and I was like I was like I'm pregnant (laughs) no I'm pregnant what (laughs) yeah I tried to play it off and they were like yeah you seem like you're about five months along based off the x-ray in my head I'm like five months I'm a good eight months right now baby <laughs> like <laughs> even though I said I only got my period like a month ago I guess it kind of kind of worked out kind of a little bit because they didn't think I was as far as long uh, I don't know, as far along as I actually was but then yeah. they also tried to say that oh 
sometimes it's normal. Some girls still get their period while they're pregnant. That's scary. That's, oh. yeah, that's scary. That's scary. I, I'm so concerned. <laughs> <laughs> All the girls listening right now. And and then they started telling me how if my mom knew and I was saying, no, she doesn't know. And they were like, do you want us to tell her? I was like, no, 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 please just let me tell her. And they were like, well, when are you going to tell her? You're really far along. If you want an abortion, like you have to decide quickly. You have to tell her quickly. And in my head, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm already too far for an abortion. Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I don't need to tell my mom that quick. But I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, I still did because I was so far along. Yeah, so but, let's talk more about that, like what it was like telling your mom, because it happened in the hospital, right? No, actually, they told me, yeah, they were trying to make me tell her at the hospital, and I was like, no, 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 please, just let me, like, go home and tell her, let me tell her at home, it'll be more comfortable, trust me, I know my mom, et cetera, et cetera, and they were basically like, okay, fine, but we're making you an appointment at sick kids which is the hospital that I went to which is in downtown Toronto and I don't live downtown I live like far from downtown maybe like half an hour driving an hour busing and back then who was gonna drive me downtown at 14 you know yeah like you have to come tomorrow morning at 9 30 in the morning to come get an ultrasound like or else if you don't show up we're gonna call your mom I was like oh I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, okay, thank you. And then I go home. I'm stressing all night about how to tell my mom. I didn't tell her that night. I went to sleep. I woke up the next morning. She's screaming at my brother and sister to get ready for school. She's screaming at me to get ready for school. And I'm just like pretending like I'm sick or something. I was like, no, like I don't feel well. I I can't go to school today. Not today. You know? And she was like, she was kind of kind of pissed off that I wasn't going to school, but eventually she she was just like, okay, fine, I'm gonna go bring your brother and sister, and then I'm gonna come back. I'm like, okay, sounds good. And she went to go bring my sister and my brother to school, and then she comes back and she's in her room like getting ready, doing her makeup or something. I don't know what she was getting ready for, but I go into her room and I'm holding like some stuffed animal, <laughs> like back in the day, some big bunny, and I sit on her bed. And I look at her. She turns around from her makeup table. She's like, what? Because <laughs> she thought I was just like homesick, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I need to tell you something. But but it's really bad. And she's like, what is it? And then I, I just look up at her and I'm like tearing up. I couldn't oh. say it. I was too scared. And she, she's like, what is it? And I just start shaking my head. She's like, you're not. Are you pregnant? moms always know <laughs> they know what's going on right? like, oh my gosh that's the first thing you're gonna guess when your 14 year old daughter walks into your room crap no yeah. <laughs> but that's how you know they always know they really do <laughs> So then I start nodding and like I start crying at this point. Full waterworks, everything, tears streaming down my face. And she sits on the bed next to me and she's like, oh, she's silent for a minute, you know, she's shocked. And she's like, well, well, 
how far along are you? And I just like shrugged and I was like, I don't know. They told me yesterday at Sick Kids that I was pregnant and that they saw in the x-ray. And she's like, oh my gosh. And then she, she's like, so that's why they asked to speak to you alone, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah. And then she's like, well, you don't want to keep it, do you? <laughs> and I was like, I wasn't going to say yes. I was, I was like, what was I supposed to say? Yes, I want to keep it when she's like kind of like, hinting, you know? Yeah, you basically knew that she didn't want you to have the child. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I was like, I, I guess not. And then she's like, okay, okay. She's like, I'm going to make an appointment. Don't worry. I'll call I'll call the people. She's like, just, just go to your room. And then, yeah, I go to my room. And then, like, an hour later or something. Or she comes in a few minutes later. She's like, okay, our appointment's at this time mm-hmm. and today. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, today. She's like, yes, today. Wow. That's some <laughs> yeah. speedy work. Yeah, right? And then an hour later, we went to the abortion clinic. And yeah, like I said, they had to tell my mom I was too far along. Whole big, whole big situation with that. And then eventually, we started planning the adoption process. And then, yeah, I mentioned the rest is history. (laughs) (laughs) So how did your mom eventually like come to terms with it? um, At first... She was, she was mad that I got pregnant. You know, of course she was mad. Mm-hmm. She was, like, disappointed in me. Um, she was asking, like, if the, guy, if the guy was older, all that type of stuff, you know, trying to figure out who it was. <laughs> oh, you didn't tell her who it was? Not at first, no. <laughs> but then eventually, you know, I had to. And since, like, my middle school was really, like, a really small community, so everyone kind of knew everyone. So even if she doesn't know the the kid's parents, she still knows like the kid, you know, like she's yeah. seen them before. So once I told her, she knew who who I was talking about, and she's like, "No way!" Like really? And I was like, "Yeah." And she was like, "Oh my gosh!" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> Everything was just really crazy, and she seemed like at first she seemed very kind of set that I was gonna get an abortion, and that's that. Like period <laughs> but then once that didn't happen she seemed kind of set about get like getting me an adoption for Vanessa but then there'd be some days where she would be like oh like we'd be driving to the doctor she would turn and be like oh, I wish we could sometimes I wish we could keep her because we found out the gender because I was so far along so like by my first appointment we could already tell the gender and she was like oh like I wish we could keep her you know, and me, I was just like, should say something, and I'd be like, mm-hmm. just like staring straight, like at the road, you know. Yeah. Like, I don't want to put too much. At the time, I didn't want to put too much thought into like keeping, keeping the child, because I was like, why am I just gonna come up with all these scenarios in my head just to make myself sad? Mm-hmm. You know. But yeah, she would say stuff like that, and then once Vanessa was born and stuff. Um, of course, my mom loved her, <laughs> but then once I said that I decided I wanted to keep her, I kind of decided that, like, randomly, like, not randomly, in my head it wasn't random, but to everyone else, it seemed completely random, because I never once before mentioned, like, keeping her until 
the lawyers and stuff came to my hospital room and then I was like you know what no pause and even my mom was super confused at first she she didn't seem that happy that I changed my mind she seemed a little skeptical oh yeah she was kind of like kind of like the the lawyers and stuff were trying to guilt trip me into like giving giving the baby like what would they say because the thing is, um, I'm not sure how it is in different places in the world and stuff like that. But at least here where I live in Toronto, if you're having an open adoption, or I think an adoption in general, but don't take my word on it, um, the adoptive parents are supposed to be paying for everything. So they pay for like the lawyer fees, any hospital fees there are, even though we have free health care in Canada, if you want like a private room, after you give birth or something, you have to pay extra, all those things. And like, of course, you know, I'm young team mom, I was planning to get an adoption and everything. So I was getting like all these things for free, all these services, meetings with the lawyer, stuff like that. So then once I said that I didn't, I changed my mind and that I didn't want to give up my baby anymore. They knew that that meant that they weren't going to get paid unless like the adoptions finalized. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they were kind of like, telling me like, oh, like, <laughs> they're like, oh, like, why? You're being so selfish. We're going <gasps> to ruin your life, your family's life, your mom's life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just so in shock. They're like literally grown adults. Why are yeah. they doing that to you? My mom was kind of agreeing at some points. She's like, oh, like, it will be really hard. You know, she's like, just think about what they're saying for a minute. And, you know, and then I got really, like, pissed off. And I ended up kicking everyone out of my room. I was like, I already made my decision. Y'all can shut the f*** up and get the f*** out of my room. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not in the mood for this bullshit right now. And then I kicked them out of my room. And then the nurse, a few of the nurses came in to check, check on me. And they were asking me if I was okay and stuff. And they were saying how that adoption lawyers actually do stuff like that to young parents all the time. Oh, no. Yeah, they don't try and, like, guilt trip, especially, like, younger teens that don't have such a strong support system, like, say the father's not not involved or, like, you know, just not, the family's not all intact. All there, yeah. You know, so they don't try to, yeah, like, the even the, like, doctors and stuff were telling me that the, they've seen the lawyers do stuff like that before, but this is the first time they've ever seen, like, a young girl, like, tell them off, you know? Yes, <laughs> yeah. pop off. Yeah, right? Pop off. <laughs> <laughs> That's so unbelievable, though, because you said, like, a lot of people experience this. Like, I, at that point, it's not even really guilt tripping. I feel like it's more, it's kind of, it's not really blackmail. I mean, it's more, like, a threat almost yeah right? yeah, yeah right exactly and it's just like you just gave birth you're already having to deal with so many things so many hormones so many emotions like and it's just like they're not helping at all yeah it's exactly make things more difficult for you so you kind of feel like there's only one one route you know mm-hmm. yeah. yeah which sometimes sometimes adoption is the best route for some people it's like personally for me I kind of knew that I didn't really want to go down that route but I felt like I was being forced into it which was making me upset and making it more difficult yeah Yeah. 
I mean, like you've, I feel like a part of you have, has always known that like you wanted to just keep Vanessa, but then it's really hard because there's like a lot of responsibilities that come with raising a child, obviously. And like a, a lot of burdens almost because you don't even know what's going on in your own life and now you have a whole other person to take care of (laughs) that's the thing back when back before I got pregnant I was always saying I never want kids I don't (gasps) want to like be responsible of someone I'm scared Mm -hmm. you know I was like I don't want that kind of responsibility put on to me and then a year later I got pregnant and I was like I was like oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) like it always happens kind of when you least expect it you know yeah exactly but I was just gonna say that once I did get pregnant of course I already felt you know a special connection (laughs) into Vanessa a special bond but I was just so young. It felt so like silly of me kind of to mm-hmm. even dwell on the dwell on the idea of keeping her and raising her myself. At that point, it seemed silly. You know? yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think you gave a really great backstory there. That was that was really interesting to hear, you know, from your own experiences to the whole lawyer situation. I'm I'm still not gonna get over that. Like I feel like more yeah. people need to start talking about that because it seems very corrupt in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Teen moms, we got a lot of kind of backlash from grown adults. Like, they're grown adults' careers and everything trying to come for us when we're already going through enough. Yeah. It, it seems really do. wrong from like an ethical standpoint. Yeah. 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 I definitely agree. And I know there's probably so many other young parents that have experienced something similar but feel like they can't talk about it Mm -hmm. they shouldn't talk about it or something like that yeah for sure let's talk about Vanessa's dad because obviously um he is a he he plays a significant part of this whole journey (laughs) Um, yeah so can you tell the audience a little bit more about him? And uh, I know you also mentioned that he was like the same age as you, right? Yes, we were actually the same age, which surprises a lot of people when I tell them that. They always expect him to be older than me, I guess. But we met in grade seven at middle school and we became really close friends back then. We would. We had the same friend group, so we would always be hanging out. And then we would start talking, like, out of school, like, on messages and stuff, like, mm-hmm. on Facebook Messenger. We were always talking on there. And then it just, like, escalated, and we would talk, like, all the time, kind of, about so many different things. And I would open up to him about, like, other stuff in my life and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, when you're 14, a connection like that is just such a big big thing for for you you know so I was like oh yeah. my gosh I was like I'm obsessed with this guy <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> even even now I feel like that's exactly <laughs> still laughing yeah no <laughs> literally like we were having those 
late night phone calls. I would have to steal the house phone to call. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then I don't know, just we were really close for a good couple of months. And then he kind of just started taking topics a little more crazy, you know? He would bring them down a different path and be like, oh, so like, you know, like, I know you've never had your first kiss. I could be your first kiss. We could be each other's first everything. <laughs> wow. <Yeah>. A big <laughs> leap. Yeah, right? And then, you know, he was just trying to be very convincing, very slick with it, trying to say all the right things. Mm-hmm. And little old me, at first, I was really like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know. I was planning to save save my virginity for a couple more years. <laughs> eventually we were just hanging out one day after school and he kind of he pretended to lose his bracelet and he said he needed help looking for it he was like stab come with me to find my lost bracelet and I was like okay sure let's go look for it I'm there looking around and then he's like so like you know I was thinking like today we could have our first kiss (laughs) I was like what he was like, yeah, like right here, right now. I was like, I, I don't know. I was like, maybe not today. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not prepared. You know, like I didn't expect this. <laughs> this all shy little me. At this point, I was like 13, just turned 13, like two months before, something like that. I was like, I don't know. Blah 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 blah. And he was like, okay, on the count of three. I was like, wait. And he's like, one, two, and then he kisses me. <laughs> oh my gosh. okay boys and girls just remember don't kiss anyone without their consent please (laughs) even if you try to do a countdown (laughs) he didn't even count all the way down he just went for it i was like whoa it's not like you're getting your tooth pulled out you know when they like what but yeah and then from that point on kind of we just started talking like more hanging out alone yeah being all crazy you know Mm -hmm. and yeah it just escalated but yeah we were really close for for a while but no one knew when we first started like hooking up you know we kept it a secret we kept it on the lows because like everyone was everyone was gonna react badly let's be honest I mean even I would (laughs) you know if someone else told me at 14 if they told me first like oh yeah like I just had sex for the first time I would be like girl what's wrong with you I was not expecting that today (laughs) (laughs) I'm just here to learn (laughs) I just came here to have a good time and I'm honestly (laughs) so attached to him but yeah um so we kind of kept it a secret because we didn't want the word getting out and then, yeah, and then eventually I ended up getting pregnant. Yeah. And when I first told him, like I mentioned, he wasn't very pleased about it. Okay, wait, let me, let me tell you guys how I told him first. All right, everyone, that's going to be the end of part one. Stay tuned for part two premiering next week in order to find out how Vanessa's father reacted to Stav's pregnancy. 
Make sure to follow Stav on Instagram and TikTok at stav.t, S-T-A-V dot T, as well as following Study Break on Instagram at the Study Break Podcast. I hope you all have an amazing day, and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye! mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.